It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Look at January, just flying by. Just flying. Good, get it behind us. It's one of the worst months. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, and then we are looking forward to spring. Yeah, we are. Days start to get a little bit longer, noticeably longer through February. We always get bad weather in February, but that's okay. It's a short month. Uh, Anything going on, Sean? Any housekeeping you need to take care of before we dive into this podcast? I don't think so. No, I don't either. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Out of context clip. Talk to your neighbor about not shoveling like a bitch. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So during my winter walks and runs here, I've noticed how many people half-ass their shoveling. Like, okay, fair. Not clearing from edge to edge, not like lifting the snow and depositing it, but just like pushing it over. And on the sidewalk, it, it's an inconvenience to pedestrians. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, if you're pushing a stroller or if you use a wheelchair, it'd be very difficult, right? On your own driveway, it means you lose driveway. You lose area of your driveway. Valuable driveway space. Sure. It's true. Mm-hmm. I used to be less militant about this than I am now. Like, I used to just kind of like, ah, I'm good enough or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, partway through the winter. Now you're getting old. I'm getting old. Yeah. A little more serious about it. Yeah. And then I would, like, go along with a shovel and carve back a foot or two of driveway from the snow pile. I'm like, man, we are squeezing ourselves out here for no reason. Oh, jeez. I mean, on your own driveway, that's your business, I guess. But on the sidewalk, I feel like that's your a business. responsible citizen has a, has a, you should be clearing it all the way. Get that full width of the sidewalk clear. I mean, I do I do feel for, especially if you're older or something like sure. that. I know it's a really tough thing to do. But uh, if you're capable and you're just being lazy, then don't do that, okay? Are you suffering from driveway and sidewalk loss? Every year, millions of square feet of driveway and sidewalk are lost due to half-assed shoveling. But there is a solution. Introducing Not Shoveling Like a Lazy Bitch. Talk to your neighbor about not shoveling like a bitch and take back your sidewalk today. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There's a new buzz term regarding booze these days, Beckler, and it's sober curious. Have you heard this? I haven't heard sober curious. Sober curious. I can can glean what it means. I was going to say, people who aren't just flat out quitting booze, but who are interested in the idea of sobriety. And Mm -hmm. I guess there's a lot of people exploring that. Uh, A, because of, of course, New Year's resolutions, but B, just in general, there's a lot of people who are looking for non-alcoholic beer and health reasons yeah yeah. money reasons totally yeah and a lot of craft breweries are coming up with their own really good non-alcoholic beer way more in the last few months i found than even the last couple of years do do bars have non-alcoholic options too like in terms of craft beer most do now do they yeah yeah i wondered that yeah because i don't go out very often and when i do it's usually to have a couple beers totally i was like what if i didn't what if i wanted something non-alcoholic yep i've had friends who've ordered non-alcoholic beer out before um, yeah. So it, I, I drink a non-alcoholic beer with dinner most nights now. I swapped it out for my, like my normal beer is now a non-alky. Yeah. So, and the, the other day I brought some to a party cause I was driving. So I brought one non-alcoholic beer and one, you know, alcoholic yep. beer just to balance it out and have a little more. <laughs> so, you, you know, it's, and it's great cause then you have something to drink and they're really tasty. The ones that I've found, there are some really good non-alcoholic beers these days. So yeah, I drink that Corona Sunbrew, and I don't think I could tell you the difference between that yeah. and a normal Corona. Partake has a lot of really good ones. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of companies, athletic brewing, I know mm-hmm. has some really good ones too, but uh, yeah, sober curious. Is sober 
curious. I just, I find the term a little bit funny. <laughs> you know, I like, hello, I'm Shauna. Yes, I'm sober curious. I'm pretty open. I'm in an open relationship with booze, I'd say. I fooled around with sobriety a bit in college, but it wasn't for me. Yeah. I'm actually bi sober. <laughs> I swig both ways. Ooh, I like oh. that. Oh. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. A friend was telling me that her husband has been having some heart trouble recently. Oh, no. They were on vacation and he woke up and his heart rate was at 200 beats per minute. That's terrifying. Isn't it? Yeah. To wake up with no. a, your heart rate at two. I don't remember the last time my heart was at 200 beats no. per minute. I would have been young. Yeah. Holy and crap. And your heart's just scary. flying. Yep. Out of, out of like out of a, d- a deep sleep, Ooh. that would scare the wheels off you. Yeah. So she said that the doctors told her people with heart conditions often learn about them while they're on vacation because they're drinking more, they're eating really salty food. Yep. And that then it it makes itself apparent that way. Interesting. There's even a term for it, I guess. Holiday heart. Uh, I have heard, yeah, You've that heard? more people have heart attacks during the holidays, and it's because of that stuff. Mm, yeah, during vacation. Yep. Holiday yeah. heart. I hadn't heard that term before. Never Holid- heard. Of, I've heard of holi- nice. I've heard of holiday bum. Yep. Heard a lot about holiday trip bum bum vacation trip, bum. Vacation bum. I mean, there's many commercials about vacation bum. <laughs> vacation bum is incredibly common. Yeah, lots of lots of ways to remedy it though, based on all the commercials about holiday sure. bum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, you can take all kinds of things for holiday bum. For holiday bum. In fact, if you go away, let's say you go away Clog with four people mm-hmm. for a full week, so that's twenty eight man days of vacation. Yeah, the probability that someone gets vacation bum approaches one. Someone's getting vacation bum in those twenty eight days. I mean, I went on a trip. There were seven days, and there was three of us, and two of us got vacation bum. So. That's a high I mean, incidence of vacation. It's bum. fairly normal that just about everybody, in fact, will get vacation bum. Just depends on the severity, right? You just want the minor bit of vacation bum, the little ting, little was that, twinge. Was that in Costa Rica where when you I pooped, pooped your pants and had to put your pants in the garbage? Yeah. You want to, do you want to bring back this story? I, I do. can explain. Yeah, I, I said it once in the air, actually numerous times probably. So uh, I was about to leave, okay, and um, all of a sudden something happened with my, my stomach. Vacation bum. Vacation bum hit. And there was my shuttle that was coming to bring me to the airport. And this shuttle, uh, they said if you, they'll wait five minutes, and if you're not there, then they, they leave. <laughs> and there was only one shuttle to get me there, and I'd paid 200 bucks or something for it. And, of course, the minute the shuttle arrives, I'm like, uh-oh. So I had to run to the bathroom, and I had to do my thing. And he's yelling. Meanwhile, yelling my name in the background. Shauna, is there a Shauna here? And everybody in the hotel is now looking for She's me. She's got vacation bum. No one was there to explain the vacation bum, but here I am frantically. And, of course, I had luckily my luggage with me, so I... <laughs> I had no time to wash my stuff. I'm not going to anyway. So I threw it all right in the garbage and I put a new outfit on. In the meantime, I used a little nice foot bath, the decorative foot bath outside to wash myself down before putting my new clothing on. Washed myself in the foot bath, put new stuff on and walked right up to that shuttle right before he was about to leave. And then you flew back here. Yes. Was that your farewell to Costa Rica? It sure was. Here's my poopy pants <laughs> in your garbage. I had, to, I told my friends this after. They're like, we could have rescued. They were still there. They weren't going with me. And so they were there for another night. And they're like, we could have rescued your pants. I'm like, no, no matter how good of a friend you are, I would never ask you to go to the garbage and retrieve my poopy vacation bum pants that for me. Can you get those clean? The pants are low priority when the shuttle's leaving and you've Honestly. got vacation bum. Also, do not use the foot bath, okay? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I heard Marcy Playground Sex and Candy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, when I heard that song, I was singing, I smell sex, check your panties to myself 
So now I'm shoehorning Check Your Panties, that clip, into uh, songs that have candy as well. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm shoehorning it in there, too. Well, sex so, and candy, check your panties. It rhymes. I, sex and check. Candy it all and just works out. So, of course, then I had to shoehorn this sure. in just so that we can all have an idea. Oh, oh come on. What oh, come on. on. What's happening now over there? Come on. There we go. I smell sex and check your panties. Yeah. Right? Just works really nice in there. I mean, also really changes what that. There's sure. some real gross parts of that as well that I'm like, maybe not. Maybe. I, sm- I smell check your panties also would have worked. I smell check your yeah. panties. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> I saw sex, check your panties, though. It was just not what, okay, that's... Both of my kids are huge fans of our podcast. Oh, yeah. um, And they're nine and six, so sometimes the material is a little inappropriate for them. Yep, that was um, part of that. Yeah, sorry. So my my son Brigham has all of his favorite episodes saved in a different folder, and he had January 5th saved, and I was like, why do you like this one? He's like, because you guys check your panties, dub some songs. Oh, okay. So he's going to be thrilled that we're doing this again. Here we go again. And uh, you can hear that and the rest of our podcast if you... Send us a message. I'll send you a podcast link. But yep. okay, I got one for you. Okay, this is yep. um, Post Lane's Daily Alice in Chains. Come on, what's going on now? Having computer problems here. Check your panties. Oh yeah. Right. Check your panties. Absolutely. Check them. Check those oh, panties. Oh, you check those. And then going back to candy, here's this one, too. Welcome to the Check your panties. You gotta wait for it a little bit. There's a lot of candies in this. It's a candy uh, shop, obviously. So seductive. I take you check your panties. I let you in the valley shop. Your little girl, don't you stop. And then you go one more. Check your panties. Right. Uh, another one with candy that I thought of, and this is an old one, but uh, Candyman. Do you remember this? You know, you wouldn't sure, I do. But yeah. Check your panties. This is weight, though. It's a high quality. Panties. Panties. The panties man. It's a high quality recording. Can we, can we hear the end of that one more time? Panties. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, the panties. The panties man. Podcast. On past Throwback Thursdays, Shauna, you and I have compared different phenomenon from our childhoods. Yes. That we shared mm-hmm. with you growing up in Ontario, me growing up in Saskatchewan. Yeah, there are some differences. There are some similarities and some differences. Yeah. Right? Some that seem to be region specific. I want to see if this is one of those. Okay. Can you finish this phrase? First the worst, second the best, third. So I third the nerd. Third the nerd. Yeah. Ah. Or third the worst. Or no, that was the that was second, the first part of it. First, first is the worst, first the worst. Second is the best. Second the best. Third the nerd. Third the nerd. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. What about you? My son Bo said this yesterday. It was first the worst, second the best, third with a golden treasure chest. Is what? M- no. Is what they said. Wow. And we grew up with first the worst, second the best, third the golden bird. Oh. <laughs> So we got three different versions okay, going here. 
Um, we had third the nerd. Yours makes the most sense. Third I the, mean, the golden phrase doesn't bur- make sense. Yeah, what, what? First is not the worst, typically. It's desirable. But... <laughs> Yeah, What's we had third the nerd. That's bird? high golden bird. That's know, confusing. Man. And then what was it? The treasure the golden third chest? The, what the There's the one with the treasure chest. What or are something? you guys I, doing over here? Okay, we kept things simple back in Brampton. Third the nerd does third make the, nerd. the most sense. Okay. So I'll give that to you. Thank you. That's Wow. <laughs> we, so we all had our own variations of this. Wow, I wonder what like if got more and more wordy as time goes on. I wonder if Alberta had a different one. Interesting. I'm curious now. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> Third, How do the, these things spread? Pre-internet. I love I love finding these differences. and It's like a big game of telephone that we played. Third, the golden bird. What the hell is a golden bird? Honestly, that's really weird to me. Why would we first the worst? That doesn't make... <laughs> third, the golden bird. Then, I just picture... A golden somebody, bird. All of a sudden, just this golden bird. About, and third, the golden bird, obviously. Jeez, I was picturing like, someone's wow. bird spray-painted gold. Well, yeah. Gold that's member. A, Golden showers. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I grew up in Ontario. I also said third the nerd. Okay. Okay, so you're verifying. Yeah, backing me up here. Thank you. Verifying you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Um, good. But my kids were born here, and they also say golden chest. The golden chest. Okay, and we're getting a ton of texts right now that say it's third the turd or third the golden turd in Alberta. Like, I don't know what this golden thing is, but. I don't either. Super weird. And then it's so weird. And then it's like they cleaned it up in Saskatchewan. It's like, no, you're a golden bird, not a golden turd. Maybe because like my generation was the first that got like we're the participation trophy generation. So like, no, no, third is great. You're that's all I heard when I heard golden chest. I'm like, that's definitely somebody interjecting and being like, we need to we need to make this more acceptable. I know, this is along the same lines, I think, as um, Jingle Bell's Batman Smells and how it ends. Yeah. Right, because there's different versions. Um, yeah, um, yeah, like whether the Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker either got away or took ballet. Correct. Yeah. Did you yeah. hear, yeah. I did a bit of a deep dive on that just before Christmas. Oh, no, I didn't hear that one. And it goes way back. Um, <laughs> like, I want to say to the 60s. Oh, and wow. they think yeah. that one may have, uh, the, the leading theory is that one may have spread due to the popularity of the Batman show at the time and military right. families during the Vietnam War moving around. Oh, interesting. I will listen to your podcast and yeah, talk about it on there. I don't remember yeah. what episode that was, but I was like, how do these things spread everywhere and military families moving is a good a good explanation. So this might be yeah, another one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is weird, especially like just through Canada with like free internet. It's weird. Yeah. So this person said on the East Coast, it's third the hairy turd. Like, leave it to the East Coasters <laughs> to, to really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to really just stank it up. They'll get it more gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did a bit of clicking around online. And firstly, this phrase is very common all over the place. Everybody knows it. Everybody has their version of it. And we are not the first person, people to wonder about this. There's tons of discussion online. I found one webpage from 2006 talking about it. Yeah. Um, and there are different versions. There are so many different versions. There's uh, third is the one with the hairy chest. There's Weird. third the dirty princess. Third the dirty donkey. Okay. Tons of different carried versions. carried away here now. And it goes from there. I've heard like you can go to fourth and fifth, and there are uh, versions where fourth is the dwarf. Fifth is the Golden Eagle. Okay. Maybe that's where Golden Bird comes from. Maybe. But nobody has explained where this phrase comes from 
I mean, other than the fact that it's probably just a bit of playground rhyming, but yeah. uh, no one has done a deep, deep dive into the the history of it, the etymology of this phrase. Maybe that'll be my life's work, finding out where this came from. Where did it originate? Your master's thesis? My master's thesis. On the etymology of this, this phrase. <laughs> yes, let's make it happen. This might be the uh, absolute worst Shane Holmes segue ever. Okay, I'm ready for it. I'm going to say, well, Shane Holmes must be second then because they're the best. Oh, man. Jeez. That was good. I'm, uh... That hurt, but it was good. I think that hurt everyone. Yeah. Everyone who was exposed to that got nope. hurt by it. Love it. God, that sucked. Love it. Hate it all the same I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna sit quietly, Sean. Do you want to handle this? Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, meaning that you can actually customize your home in a way that you want, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, which is just phenomenal. We've talked about all the different ways that you might want to customize your home. Uh, you were talking about a boot room recently, which... I'm benched. I'm not allowed to talk. Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to talk. Shitty joke. <laughs> which is totally fine. Um, I wouldn't mind... I wonder how custom they can get with the bars in the basement. Oh, I bet it's so wild. You're supposed to not talk. <laughs> Anyway, whatever you might like in terms of customization, you should probably reach out to them because they will do a phenomenal job. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This ad came through my Instagram from, from Tony Robbins. Do you know who Tony I Robbins know who is? Tony Robbins is. Sure I, I do. He's a life coach, I yeah. gather. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the heading of this ad was Tony Robbins, the number one life strategist. And I read that and I was just like, first of all, number one life strategist? Like, is there a ranking for this? Yeah, he's number one. He's number one. He's number one. How do you declare to be number one at strategizing life, Eckler? Like, I don't think it's a real strict... Uh, you don't think so, eh? <laughs> strict like, rating system, no. They put they put some people's lives in front of you and see how quickly you can strategize them. Is yeah. This it? Like, it's a big test. I picture an exam room just in a big convention center, you know, a life strategy exam, just full of printouts of different people, and you have to make a life strategy for them. And there's Tony Robbins and all there's, these other Tony Robbins-like guys Tony in Robin, there. Yeah, they all look like... Clones of him, all really. They all big personalities with just the whitest teeth you've ever seen. Just, oh, look does at he, these does he yell teeth. really loud too? I yeah. didn't listen to him, but he sounds like a guy who is really authoritative oh, yeah, in his speaking, Tony. right? Like I, I'm a life coach over here. I'm not a Tony Robbins guy myself, not at all. But okay. that is funny. Like, has he, has he strategized the most lives? That's it. Like, you have one hour. How many strategizes of lives did you do? You win your number one, Tony. <laughs> when, why would you ever go to the number two guy? Are you serious about strategizing your exactly. life or not? You go right to number one. I know. You your life will top. only be second best. Only second in strategizes. If you go to number two, you need to go to Tony Robbins, number one. It kind of reminds me of uh, my grandpa used to sort of talk like that. And he would say, I got an appointment with uh, the doctor next week. Top doctor in Western Canada. He's the top doctor. I'd be like, Grandpa, they don't rank them. Yeah, where's that ranking There's from, no, Grandpa? Like, <laughs> doctors Monthly that comes out with an updated ranking of the top doctors in Western Canada. Are you sure it's not in the back of like the Farmer's Almanac somewhere that we just haven't noticed? Just the ranking know. of top Western doctors in and there, how too? how would they rank them? I don't know. Another. <laughs> Whose patients die the least? Oh, God. Are there, are there actually like adjudicators, evaluators sitting there in the room with you. Hmm. Oh, he's a very good doctor. It's the same convention center where they do the life strategizes exams. <laughs> That's where they discover <laughs> the The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So the Australian Open is on right now, big tennis tournament. Yep. They've done something new at the venue this year. Uh, there is a two-story rooftop bar next to one of the courts. Phenomenal. And I guess some of the, the players in the tournament 
aren't crazy about it because they said it's loud. Uh, it's distracting. Right. There's too much movement during play. Because mm. tennis is like golf and that you're supposed to be dead silent during play. Yeah. And bars are not dead silent. No. Personally, I think it's great. I was going to say, I kind of like it. Yeah. Get some of the stuffiness out of that sport. Totally. Because tennis is stuffy. Oh, yeah. Oh, tennis is stuffy. Yeah. You've got that, is it, is it called an umpire in tennis? The, the official that sits up on the chair? I don't know. With the microphone? But yeah, just, just yelling quiet, at please. everyone. Quiet, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, it just seems like no fun. I mean, you go in the stands and you're there to, to be seen, it seems, and all the rich people always go to these big tournaments, and then, yeah, it's like, where's the fun in this? What if you just want to drive a few India and watch some tennis, mm-hmm. right? What, yeah. Where does Terry go? Where does Terry go? Where do I go? This makes it a lot more appealing for me to go to a tennis match. I say more of this. Absolutely. I say more guys like John McEnroe, the original bad boy of tennis. More Nick Kyrgios's, right? More of those personalities. Mm -hmm. I feel like those guys wouldn't have an issue with boozing and and noise going on. No, you could heckle them. They'd probably be all for it. Let's do to tennis what Happy Gilmore did to golf. Well, it's funny because golf, like with the Waste Management Open, for example, that that's the kind of party version of, of golf. And right. that, is, sounds, that seems like a great time. So let's have that for tennis, too. That's the one in, in Scottsdale, right? Yes. Where everyone's liquored up. And- yep. And it looks like just a blast, and it just really loosens up the whole stuffiness of golf, too. And The rest of golf is pretty stuffy, though, it isn't is, it? So yeah. maybe they're just like, they let everybody get it all out at that that's one tournament. It. Maybe that's what the Australian Open is going to go for. Maybe. I'm down with it, though. For sure. Let's. Terry would be, too, as you said. Smashing rackets. Yes. Let's see more of that. Swearing. Yep. Fights. Yep. Hacking darts in the stands. Bikers having sex in the woods. How am I supposed to serve with that going on? In the outhouses as well. <laughs> yep. The Fangler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the word matinee yesterday, like a matinee mm-hmm. performance, that kind of thing. And I was like, where does that come from? I wonder. Obviously, it's French. Yes. But I was like, I wonder where it started or how that came to be. So it does come from the old French matinee, which originally meant morning party. So it was actually the parallel to soiree, which is an evening party. So it was matinee and soiree. Oh, okay. Morning party and evening party. They were. And then it morphed to meaning just morning to obviously kind of just earlier than evening because we now talk about afternoon performances, but they're always the earlier performances that are matinee. Um, But that comes from the Latin matutinus, which means morning. That comes from the goddess of the morning, matuta. Hmm, okay. <laughs> so matinee comes from Matuta. Mat- the, Matuta. Matuta, the goddess of mourning. Uh, and I was reading a little bit more about that goddess. There used to be this this festival in Rome, and it was celebrated on June 11th, and the festival was only for single women. And there's uh, stories of women who were not single who came to try and join the festival, and they got chased out by being beaten. So uh, it was only a single woman party. And for strangely, the men weren't allowed. Men weren't allowed. Just single women, which is nice. They were all just clamoring at the gates to get in there. So remember how we talked about the dance of the unwed single sister? <laughs> One of the, this used the to worst be a traditions thing. of all time. Yeah, It was a tradition where if you were single, you had to go dance at your uh, younger, sibling's, younger wedding. sibling's wedding in oddly weird, obnoxious socks. Yeah. And you had to dance in front of everybody. By yourself. By yourself. The dance of the unwed older just sibling. Just to declare that you... Oh, man. So like, I was like... came up with that is just a That's horrible. Sadist. But this was a festival for the single women. So at least there was that. Okay? Yeah. How do you, how do you get invited to that single women festival? 
I think that would be a hot ticket. Men also would get chased out for being being Okay, being never mind. So, you know, there you go. No, never only mind. the single women. So oh, the single ladies. How oh, common were morning parties? To have know. a name, Matt, because now it's an afternoon event. Yes. It's matinee. Now, party is always, I think, used as a loose term. I, it would be a gathering, mm. essentially, right? It would be, be a like gathering in the morning, so who knows? But there's also the matinee jacket. That's a type of, like, kid's jacket, a little kid's jacket. And I guess it was a jacket meant to be worn in the morning, so... I don't think I'm familiar with the matinee jacket. Yeah, it's the, you'll you'll recognize it, and maybe it's not a common term okay, anymore, yeah, but the yeah. matinee jacket. For babies? Yeah, yeah, so morning jacket. When I lived in Australia, I was friends with some pretty big partiers there, and they used to party all night and then carry on into the morning, and they would call it a kick-on. Interesting. So, like a kick-on party yeah. as the sun's coming up. So, mm-hmm. essentially... A morning party. A, a morning party. A, a matinee. Mat- well, we're going to have a little matinee. It was a matinee. It's that ma- sounds it sounds better, a lot classier. It, it does, sounds yeah. like a degenerate. Uh-huh, for sure. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I know we just did a Vancouver soft, Beckler, but I just came across some doozies. Uh, by the way, all of Vancouver was shut down yesterday. They had a massive snow day. Um, How much snow did they get? They they actually got a significant amount, but all the schools shut down immediately. My sister was sending me pictures. They were all like tobogganing and stuff. <laughs> She's a teacher, so she was like, oh, all the schools are closed. Every single one. The businesses were all closed. The the city shut down. That so. is just the, still the funniest thing is that in like in most parts of Canada... School, school is on. Everything is on, yep. regardless of how bad it gets. Yeah. I want to say, was it 10 to 15 centimeters also? So it wasn't like, it was a, a significant amount for there, for the rest of Canada. Again, Just not a pretty average snowfall. Very, <laughs> very average. So that's soft in itself. But I then read these three unrelated to weather headlines, which, yes, deserve this music. Oak Bay resident says an alarming number of outsiders using the dump. District says one complaint. <laughs> I bet I can guess who lodged that complaint. <laughs> I think I know who it might have been. Who? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, next one. Retractable leash ban being discussed. Residents discussing the dangers of the retractable leash. Just Wait, How are retractable leashes dangerous? I don't know. This is the thing. In fact, even people in the comments were like, what is, why? I don't have a dog, so I don't know. Like, are, is, is this well known? I, not th- I've never heard of this before. I know they're not super strong for bigger dogs, like they can get off them quite easily, but mm-hmm. is that what it is? I don't know. Beckler, ask Vancouver. Okay, phone <laughs> them. And this one. <laughs> Driver fined for throwing ice cream at Tesla in road rage incident. Oh, that's soft. That is just... That is super soft. About, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> in a ro- Like, I mean, here I we have very vicious things that happen during road rage, Jeez. and then uh, there they throw ice cream, so... <laughs> And even the At fact the that Tesla. it was a Tesla. Why, like, why Everything about that, that is just why fitting. Why does it need to be it's in perfect. there? perfect. <laughs> this is very good. A shocking act of violence on yep. Vancouver roadways. Be careful. It was a Tesla ice creaming. <laughs> be careful of the cone. <laughs> the driver's traumatized. <laughs> we'll need their... The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? I'm listening to this podcast right now about how the military trains soldiers for deployment. This is in regards to the United States. But I guess they have these fake villages all over the U.S. And they're meant to to stand in as training grounds for, for soldiers that are going to be deployed to these areas. Oh, wow. And the the lengths they go to to make these villages as authentic as possible blew me away. So they'll hire... Like, for example, the one that they're focusing on in this uh, in this podcast episode is it's meant to be like an Afghan village in Afghanistan. And they'll hire Afghan refugees to, to, to pretend to be 
people in the village so that soldiers can have like a more wow. realistic experience trying yep. to interact with people who, you know, are familiar with the culture there and will, will behave like people there will behave. Here's how close they pay attention to detail. They said they make sure that the moisture content in the wood used to build the buildings in the town is the same as it would be there so that it would burn the same. I was going to say, wow. Although when you think about it, that makes sense based on, you know, if they're going to, oh, geez, that's nuts. And if you think about the cost of any Unbelievable. foreign operation like that, this is probably pennies compared to what they're spending. So they're going to want to get it right. Wow. But I couldn't believe that. Like down to the moisture content because the building needs to burn at the rate that Jeez. it will burn over there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I was just learning really quickly about uh, nudists and uh, how a lot of nudists credit uh, Benjamin Franklin to being one of the early nudists. He was a big nude guy, wasn't he? I didn't realize that. Big nude guy. Yeah. So there's he has there's like all these excerpts of him talking about the benefits in his in his mind of sitting around nude and doing nude things. And he had these pro nude nap time letters that you can find. And he was writing up all about how you want to sit around nude and how you should and everybody should be nude. So he was kind of one of the founding fathers of nudists of nudism if you think of it that way the guy got a lot done too he sure did so maybe, maybe it's clothes that are holding it? us back <laughs> you've been listening to the beckler and shauna podcast brought to you by shane holmes offering affordable customization on your new home you want more then tune in to x mornings with beckler and shauna live on calgary's alternative x 92.9 monday through friday 6 to 10 a.m mountain time at x 92.9.ca and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have beckler and shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use later after Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.